Hello there, you're about to experience the What's Up Church podcast. Can a dude get some Holy Spirit? What's up, church? What is up, church? How are we all doing this lovely, lovely, lovely late podcast recording day? Fantastic. Fantastic. Glad you all are doing so well. Um, happy holidays. Uh, today is 12-12 at almost 12. 12, 12, 12. That's what we're doing right now. We're recording on 12, 12. Clearly not on schedule. Clearly not quite the uh, release date expectations that I had set forth, but whatever. You know what I mean? This has been a crazy busy week, like crazy busy. And for a lot of good reasons, let's go ahead and start with that. Like work has been like crazy good. Like the Lord came through in the fourth quarter this year, like no one's beeswax. Um, I started this year off believing for a number in terms of like, hey, Lord, like, wouldn't it be amazing if you just took my businesses and did this with it? Um, and amazingly, like, we're getting, like, we're not there yet, you know what I mean? But we're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. And it was a pretty high goal. I was a pretty, uh, you know, believing for a lot. Um because yeah, because work had took took a real left turn um, when I first moved out here. I don't know if I ever talked about that, but like, so it's crazy when we first moved out here. Um, I had a client, and then I lost a client, um, and that's okay. Like, not not nothing personal about it. You know, that's the way the business goes. That you know, things change, and clients move on or and whatever. Um, so it wasn't like that, but unfortunately, that client was like. 95% of my income at the time. I think it was like, you know, all my eggs were in that one basket. <clears throat> and it was weird. The Lord had pressed on me, like, I need to start moving. I need to start getting more horizontal, if you know what I'm saying, uh, when it came to avenues and revenues and things like that. And like, right as this whole separation happened, um, I was in a position to kind of like really take, move on to the next step. So it was just like, Lord had totally planned the steps and ended up being a huge blessing, like not having that client. I know it sounds crazy, but it kind of let go of everything that was in California. It was like one of the few major things that were keeping what that was keeping me in California was this client. Not that they're a bad client. There's nothing to do with, you know what I mean? But like, I was still always you know, keeping up to date with California, moving, you know, kind of staying on the pulse of what was going on for my client's sake. And when that stopped, it was like a weird freedom of like, okay, I'm in Texas now and I should probably really, you know, all right, Lord, you've kind of severed all ties from California. Um, here we are, let's do it. And so it's just, it was just a journey. There was a lot going on, a lot of like, it was weird. I was never scared once. Like I knew, I'm like, all right, Lord, I know you've got this. I know you've got this. Like, I know you've got me. I know you've got show. You've got us. You moved us out here. Like everything you've done, we know where we're supposed to be. However, financially, it's a little, you know what I mean? Like, like I just lost all my income. You know what I mean? So imagine being like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Let's load this wagon. Um, 
anyway, so it was a, it, it's been such an amazing testimony to see what God's been doing since and what God's doing on the horizon. Like, like I've, I think I've said this plenty of times, but like, I love workplace ministry. I think it's one of the, the, the greatest gifts that you can give the kingdom is prosperity in terms of like business prosperity. Like, like Christian businesses are so important. Businesses that operate under, under Christian principles, excellence, things of that nature are so important, are so important. And you, you, you just see a lot of them not existing or not operating. And you see so many Christian businesses failing, which is always so weird to me, but you see a lot of those. And so giving Christian leaders the tools to become better businesses, to become more successful is the most amazing gift you can give someone. Like, like imagine Christian businesses that are doing well. Those businesses are always looking to bless others. It is the most amazing thing when leaders of business have an outward perspective in terms of like, hey, I'm doing well. So instead of me just kind of like focusing on my own success, let me focus on where I can bless others. Um, I was talking about the other day with a good friend of mine. I'm like, and the greatest, the greatest thing you can be is an employer, I think. It's one of the greatest things in terms of the business world. I think it's one of the most amazing things you can do is give someone else a job, give someone else a career, give someone else a future. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, we don't think about it a lot. I do. I, I, I think about this all the time because I'm a business owner. Um, I'm a small business owner, meaning a business of un, myself, I. I, I you know, I'm an independent contractor, technically. I'm actually, I'm actually an S-corp, whatever. Point is, is I, I, I am a, am a, am a business owner. I own my own business and I would love the opportunity to get to the point where I have employees, multiple employees, a lot of employees. I have subs now. I have subcontractors, which are like employees, but mostly it's like, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's that when you have a business that hires someone else, you're giving that person a future you're at least giving them a present. You know what I mean? Like in terms of they have an ability to earn money for themselves, for their family, and they get to see how a person of faith operates. And that's kind of like the responsibility of it. Are you operating in excellence? Are you operating from a place of fear? Like, are you focusing on the world? Are you applying kingdom principles to your business? And I think that's such a huge thing that people don't really talk about kingdom principles. Um, and so let, let me just get this one. This is, so, oh man, I, I could talk a whole day about this one topic in terms of, and I'm as guilty as the next sometimes. So let me go ahead and start the statement with saying so often Christian businesses do things like giveaway services. I don't know, giveaway services, right things. I do it all the time too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel led to like bless someone. I feel led to help someone. And so I'll move on those blessings and I'll be honest with you, man. It's amazing. It's amazing because the Lord has come through and anointed it. Like, dude, like, okay, perfect example. Diffmix. Diffmix is an unbelievable company. For those of you who don't know, Diffmix is the one who does my podcast. All right. Diffmix is a Christian owned company. Their owners, um, um, Eric and Adam, Eric and Adam, Amber and Eric, geez, Louise, Eric and Adam. What was that? Um, Amber and Eric, they're amazing spirit-filled, amazing couple that are going after the Lord, like so impressive. Like they're like their walk alone. Oh my gosh. Like watching them grow from a distance has been unbelievable, but they've, they've taken it upon themselves to bless me with this gift. That is this podcast. Like this podcast would still be shaky. <laughs> there would be so many things about this. That wasn't good. 
and they and they bless me and it's, and it's unbelievable and i i can't thank them enough for the awesome thing they're doing like so i encourage i i everyone i know that does podcasts or anything else i'm always like diff mix diff mix diff mix you know what i mean um i try to promote them and and i pray for their success their success and and them moving forward it's unreal you know what i mean um like it's unreal and a lot of christian businesses do this a lot of Christians will will try to bless people who they feel led to bless. You know, um, there's a huge difference between, and this is where I think we're listening to the Spirit and being in touch with the Spirit. There's a huge difference between being led to bless and feeling guilty to bless. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like it when Christians come with their hands out. Full disclosure. Um, business wise, let me, I'm sorry, let me, let me paint this under, under the umbrella of, I'm talking about business, like, like kingdom building business. You know what I mean? Like if you're in need, by all means be in need, like, like go seek the church, like go seek your community. Absolutely. I'm not saying you can't in those situations, but from a business perspective, a lot of times Christians are wanting that Christian hookup, you know, like, oh, you're a Christian. I should get it for free. You're a Christian. I should get this for free. And it's like, Dude, if the Lord's instructing me to do blessing, like to bless someone, stand back. There's nothing you're going to do to stop me from blessing. I won't, I, I'm going to be obedient. But at the same time, if I'm not being led to do that, I'm still a business. I still have to make a profit. I still am, you know what I mean? I, I, I want to, I have to be a steward of the talent the Lord has given me. And I think a lot of times we 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 put that in misperspectives, I think. And there's a lot that can be said about this. So I'm just telling you from my own perspective of someone who's in business and sees marketing and sees all this stuff of it, I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of small business owners. And in the church, I get to talk to a lot of entrepreneurial spirits that are in the church. And so many of them are fantastic idea people. I think that's like one of the, one of the greatest blessings in the church is that a lot of them are idea people. Like they have these amazing ideas, these concepts, these things. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't know what it takes to make that thing a reality. They'll have an idea, they'll have a concept that could be viable, but they don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that go into making a business successful or getting it off the ground or all the things that you have to do to make a business go. Like it's crazy. And I deal with it all the time. Like that's what my world is, is helping small businesses. And so it's awesome when you see someone who gets it, who understands the work ethic, who understands that this is going to be, you have to love this even when it's not fun. You have to love this even when it's not successful. You have to love this when it is not rainbows and Skittles, when it's hard work and it's, you know, 18 hour days, 20 hour days, seven days a week, because it's only you. Like you have to be sold out for this thing. And more importantly, you need to be listening to the Lord. Like you need divine inspiration. You need divine wisdom. Like you can't operate a business without it. You know, the best talented person in the world without the Lord in this situation, specifically for kingdom-minded people, is a disaster. And you see a lot of those things that happen. Like you see a lot of Christians that start a business because they think the Lord will bless it. Like if I build it, he'll come type situation. And it's like, well, that's not, where did you get that from? Like who, where was that promise that if you build a business, I'll make sure to bless it. You know, if you're 
seeking me, seeking the Lord, seeking his face and, and doing the things and you feel led to do a business, then absolutely it will be blessed. But a lot of times we put the cart before the horse, you know, and it's just a kind of a bummer because I see it a lot and you'll see Christians who are struggling and it, it impacts their faith, which is why it's a real bummer. Like it really does. Like they'll be struggling. And if you know, struggling business owners, man, they're, it's their identity. And I'm saying this as someone who went through this process, who had a struggling business, not my current one, but like, like I've, I've, this is not my first business I'm in now. I've been lucky enough to go at this a few times. And let me tell you, <laughs> lessons were learned. You know what I mean? A lot of valuable lessons were learned, but there were a moment that you can talk to shame old pastor. Like my identity was wrapped up in the, the success or failure of my company. Like if I was, if my business was doing well, bro, love the Lord. If my business was doing poorly, bro, where's the the edibles? You know what I mean? I need to go to sleep, quote unquote, air quote right now. You know, I need to take a mental vacation from this. You know, let me go to the casino. Let it, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it, like <clears throat> that was my identity. And I just, that's how I saw myself through the lens of being a successful business person or being an unsuccessful business person. And my walk reflected that. And that impacts a lot of business owners. And I see it all the time. And unfortunately, it's a reality. It's tough, but you have to really, and that's where knowing who you are, knowing your identity, knowing whose you are, having that structural foundation of your faith, that unshakable, unmovable identity of who he is and who you are in him lets you be successful in business because then you're not emotional. You could be emotional, but you know what I mean? Like you don't ride the highs and lows of success and failure because your, 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 your anchor is him. Your strong point is him. Your, you know, the, the light and the darkness is him. So when you're having those valleys, you're like, oh my gosh, it's not the valley that you're, you're focused on. It's him. And you know that because he is who he is and he says who he says he is and his promises run true that you will get out of this. You know, you might not know the how, but you know that you will. And that's amazing. And a lot of business owners don't have that. So seeing that in a Christian business, sometimes you, you kind of got to remind them like, man, like the most important thing you can do is be in the word. And that goes for everybody. Like, you know what I mean? That's a blanket statement for every Christian is the most important thing you can do is be in the word. But like as a business owner, it is by far the most important thing you can do is be in the word. It is by far the most important part of your day is seeking the Lord first, getting that quality time with him to, to navigate the rest of the day, pray through it, pray over your clients, pray over your business. I mean, all that stuff is so important. And it was, it's just kind of where the Lord has taken me professionally now is that I, I just feel crazy blessed because I have a lot of mistakes I've made. And I don't, I mean, they were mistakes for sure in, in real time, but they weren't mistakes because I learned from them. You know, and I've said that plenty of times, a mistake in business is only a mistake if you don't learn from it. But if you're learning from it, it was just a costly lesson, you know, depending on how much it costs you, that's how much that, that lesson cost. Some degrees are more expensive than others, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but it's great to make small mistakes or even big mistakes early because they're much less impactful. You know, you can make a mistake in your first couple of years that, that you can't afford to make in year five, six or seven. You can make a mistake in like how you set something up that you can't afford to change later on. You know what I mean? Like, so there's really, there's a value to it and learning and learning and learning. And you never stop learning. You never stop learning. You never stop learning. But it's been, it's been cool to like be able to 
to, to pour into people that the Lord has like, Hey man, you should probably speak with this person and then see them excel. Not because of me, but because of like them seeking the Lord and then being coachable, teachable, you know, even myself, like I'm, I'm very attentive to when someone's who's, who's doing something well professionally is heating advice. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like by all means, please. Uh, I don't have this thing figured out. I would love to learn. <clears throat> and I, I spend a lot of my time learning, like, especially with my, my space, it's all digital and everything else. You've got to stay on top of it. The new, the new algorithm tricks and everything else, whatever. And, um, so it's been a really cool spot to be in, to see what the Lord has done. I was a really long segue. Jeez. Talk about focus squirrel. Um, so it, more or less this year, like finishing this year, this year has been so busy lately, but it's been such a blessing. Like it's that executive busy, that executive problem. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got clients moving in. We're doing this. We're doing that. And it's been amazing and it's been lovely. And I can't be more thankful for it and appreciative of it. And, the, and like the things that have been around the, the, the blessing. And even this, can you believe this is episode 45? Can you believe that? Like I've been doing this now for almost a year. It'll be a year in January. So like I'm going to be, I'm thinking about episode 52. That's in seven, six weeks. So it'll probably end up being in the middle of middle, late January. It will be my year anniversary of podcasts. Like I've done officially 52 podcasts, which I consider a year, which is a true. Um, <clears throat> and I'm like, that's crazy. I started this as something that um, my um, brother-in-law was like, Josiah is like, dude, you should start a podcast. That was how the started a year ago. And you kind of, if you listen to the podcast and the evolution of this podcast, that's where we're at. And it's been crazy to see it. And it's really crazy to hear who listens to this. Like, again, I do my I do my best to never check listening or never check who's who's paying attention or any of that stuff. But I'll get random texts. I'll get random comments from people. And I'm always blown away and humbled by the fact that you guys want to listen to me for whatever reason. For a half hour a week. I'm like, you guys could be doing so many more important things. But hey. I hope that I'm, I hope my journey is at least a blessing or informative or educational or entertaining. At least I don't know what the, what the deal is, but you know, um, and so it's just crazy. That I've been here for a year and then it's crazy. Like last episode was like, I'm defeated. Um, and some really, I had some really cool conversations since that recording, obviously. Um, and there's been a lot of progress. You know what I mean? I, like, I know and my, my brother-in-law reached out to me and said some, some amazing stuff. Um, I've had some other conversations with friends of mine who, who don't struggle with food, but that struggle with things. You know what I mean? We all have our struggles. Um, and I know I was, I, I, I listened to the episode again. I was a little bit in a pity party. Um, you know, I was, you know, full disclosure. I was in a pity party last week when I recorded that. But because it was a, um, you know, um, it was a, a bummer moment. You know, but I wanted to take accountability for it. I didn't want to run away from it. So, you know, here it is a week later. Things are on the right track. We are not where we wanted to be, but I had show's birthday. We had two Christmas parties last week and a birthday. I was saying it was crazy last week, all the things that are going on. But the Lord has really been healing me in terms of like that shame and guilt. And, you know, but now it's more of accountability. But more of the big thing that is focusing on me is the problem. You know, I can't just keep focusing on me and this stuff. It's got to be him. My focus has to be the solution, not the problem. And so I'm really taking that to heart. Um, spirit of discipline, spirit of self-control, um, bringing in the power of the tongue. You know I mean? The, the speaking in tongues, kind of making that more of a priority. Um, my prayer time, my walk time, all those things are really important 
and it's it's coming like you know what i mean like it's it's getting much better like my prayers i feel like my prayer life is getting much better my quiet time to lord is getting better my reading time is getting better um you know um i'm i'm again super excited for what's coming in 2024 super excited for the things that are I feel like are just being like birthed in our spirit right now for both show and I, there's just a lot going on. And so I think 2024 is going to be such an unbelievable year. I really, really do. I'm so excited for it. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited to see what, what the Lord does with show and I on so many different levels, but it's just, I don't know if you guys have the same, same anticipation for, for next year. Not like it can't start now, but you know, like there's just something about 2024 that just is like, man, I can't wait to get to it. I can't wait to get started with it. I can't wait to see what the Lord's going to do. I can't see, can't wait to see where the Lord's going to take us. Um, personally, professionally, you know, ministerially, whatever like that, we're really close to having our 501c3 locked up and done. So that's something that's really been working on for a long time. That's, that's going to be a real passion project as well. There's, there's a scheduling that we've changed for next year. Like, like show and I have made a commitment. It's like, we, we want to really kind of focus and be forward thinking on our scheduling um, and where we'll be, what, what time we'll spend in certain places. And it's just kind of like, that's been a big, a big um, point of focus. You know, we have a lot of family in this time for not a lot of family. Actually, we, this Christmas will be a smaller Christmas. If you can imagine it'll just be show uh, Clay's girl. And then who else? I don't know who else, uh, George, I think we'll be out here. Yeah. George. So, which is always super blessing to have George out here and have the family here. Um, by the way, uh, it's just, it's a cool time. It's a really cool time, you know? And so it's, it sounds weird to come off of last episodes, like Bumberville USA to right now, but that's the way the Lord works, dude. Like I, you know, I, I got my pity party out. I gave it to the Lord and we're moving forward, you know, guilt, shame, all that. No mas. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, there is a, a, like, so during this process of being really busy with work, there's been some passion projects that have been, you know, stirred up, so to speak. And one of them is a food review um, <laughs> website that I can't wait to announce once we're finally done with it. And it gets there and gets going, but it's going to be a game changer. It's stuff that we do all the time, but now we're going to start putting a little more effort into it. And making like a production, like actually like a food review. I know you're saying to yourself, what people, food reviews, no way. No one's done that before, Daniel. Yeah, but I don't care. Um, my, my good friend and I, we, we love food. And this isn't an indulgence thing. It's more of just like a, like a who's better at what type stuff. It's, there's a lot coming down the pipeline that are just going to be really fun and exciting. And just things that will just build our faith and spirit and fun. And just uh, the right in line of things we like to do. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like I'm in a... Physically, like my body is obviously a work in progress, but emotionally, spiritually, I, I feel like I'm in a great spot. Like I really do. Like I'm seeking the Lord in a lot of things. We've, we've been able to speak with spiritual leaders in our life that like just speak life into us and counseling and give us, give us correction and guidance. And so those are the things that I, I value immensely. Um, cause Sean and I, because we work at home and our, our lifestyles, we can, we can be a little bit insulated when it comes to getting with people that we know we need to be around. Um, not on purpose, as you know, life's busy, everyone's busy, but because we stay and live and work at home and we're nowhere near anybody else, like we're in our own little town and we go to church in a totally different town, 
it becomes a little bit of an island style situation. And so we just have been making it a point to try and get off that island as much as we can and to be around those that we we value and appreciate and respect and love and vice versa that are able to do the things like pour back into us a little bit or give us the guidance and the, you know, the sit downs and the course corrections that we all respect and appreciate. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing when you're surrounded by people that can correct you and love and you're totally fine with it. You know what I mean? It's a really cool place to be like, Oh, Hey, X, Y, and Z. And instead of being defensive or calling, you know what I mean? Like you're like, Oh yeah, I should probably be thinking about that. I should probably be, that's, I should be, I should be attack, attacking the situation from that approach. That's actually, that's great advice. Thank you. That's great counseling. Thank you. You know? And so, uh, it's been really fun. It's been super fun. Um, like I gotta say, like, you know, what a difference a week makes, <laughs> you know, um, still not quite below the weight loss program, but I'm actually really confident. Like, you know, that we'll be good. I'll be good. I'm very I'm very confident with the spirit's doing, the Holy Spirit's doing, and like just the spirit of discipline, but the, that that spirit of giving in to the Holy Spirit, like that idea of just yielding to His will, and 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 what's that scripture like? You know, Paul was like, I want to be always praying, praying constantly, praying without ceasing. Is that what it is? As I sip coffee, um, is it praying without ceasing? I'm pretty sure it's praying without ceasing. Someone, someone, edit that. Let me know if it's prayer without ceasing. But I love that idea of just being walking around with with the Lord being on the front of your mind, like walking around with the Lord being like like right there, more invitational, more more present, more about hey, where are you at right now, Lord? Um, in my life, where are you like seeking your presence, like like actively engaging in the Holy Spirit, whether it be speaking in tongues, which has actually been amazing. If you guys, I, I got to get better at it. I still have this weird, like where I just get lazy or not want to do it as much, but it's weird. My spirit language, I don't, I don't care. This is going to sound really like Christianese, but for those of you who pray in tongues, right? It's amazing. However, as I do it more and more and more, my praying in tongues, like the actual sounds I'm making has changed dramatically, like dramatically. It used to be, I don't want to say elementary because I don't know what, you know what I mean? Who knows? You know, it's your spirit language. So it's the perfect language. So it's not a matter of what you're saying. It's the utter, it's, it's your spirit speaking out. However, there is a phonetics to it. There is a, there is a, a robust phonetics, I should say. Like, you know what I mean? I used to be very monosyllabic. Like I'd stay within certain vowel sounds, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I apologize. You go ahead and turn on this podcast because it's going to be pretty boring. Um, but yeah, like I was pretty like, like, you know, stayed in certain vowel sounds and pretty monosyllabic or pretty repetitive of certain sounds. And that's kind of all I knew. But the more and more I do it, the more and more I stay in my spirit language, the more robust the language has become. Like the more sounds, the more variation the more everything else. So it's kind of weird that it's something I didn't think about when we started this little project, but it's like project. It's not project, but when we started this little, this exercise um, for, for making a conscious effort to speak more in tongues and and, in your prayer language, it's crazy how it's kind of changed. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I guess I don't know why I didn't see that coming, but I just didn't, it wasn't on my radar. Anyway, it's been fun and, and kind of, 
like almost like weirdly knowing like, what am I saying? Like when we're speaking in tongues, like, what am I saying? Like, like, what am I, like, Holy Spirit, like, what am I praying for? What am I praying about? Who am I praying for? What am I praying for? Who am I praying? You know what I mean? Like, like all those things, that perfect prayer. And like, part of me just wants to know, what is that perfect prayer? Like, so I can say it in my own words, but clearly I can't because then it wouldn't be a perfect prayer. I don't, you know, it's just a fun thing to think about. I think about it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's been a really, really cool thing to do. And so I encourage any of you listening to this, like, like set aside 10 minutes in the morning, you know, 10 minutes at night before you go to bed, um, while you're driving in your car, like just turn your radio off for like 10 minutes and just pray in tongues. And it's weird. Cause like the first time, like, like five, 10 minutes seems like a long time. You're like, Oh, yeesh, come on now. Wait, waiting for that alarm to go off. But like, if you can do it while you're brushing your teeth, you can do it while you're taking a shower. You can do, you know, just make it a, a part of your day as you're walking and talking. You can just start praying in tongues. Um, and don't do it in your head. Like, do it out loud. That's the secret. That's the secret sauce. Like, don't do it in your head. Just like, I'm praying in tongues in my head. Like, I'm praying in my head. Like, no, 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 don't be wrong. Like, pray in your head when you need to pray in your head. Like, feel free. I'm not saying don't. But when it comes to praying in tongues, it's the utterances. It's the, it's the, the vocal expression of it. It's, that's the magic. It's putting volume in your spirit language. You know, I'm not saying go around yelling. Although if you need to do it, man, go for it. But if there is a power in the utterances of speaking in tongue, there is a joy in that. And there is this beautiful part where you forget you're speaking in tongues. Like that's this part I always try to get at where I'm not really listening to myself so much as I'm just like, it's just from the spirit. It's that, that Holy spirit unction to make these noises. Um, and it's been great. So I, I highly encourage any one of you who hasn't to ask for your spirit language. First of all, first and foremost, get that bad boy. They're giving away for free down at the corner. You know what I'm saying? Just ask the Lord and say, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, but if you don't practice it or engage in it on a consistent basis, absolutely do it. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And it's worth doing. So that was it. I hope you guys have a great uh, week. I will be back again next week on time, hopefully. So this will be a short break between these. And I don't know when this will come out, maybe tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday. I have no idea. I'm going to leave it up to the Diffix team whenever they get it out. Much appreciated. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye. You have been listening to What's Up Church Podcast. Just know you are cooler than all your friends that didn't.